0: Hi, listeners. Stories have so much power, and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Whipple, and this is. Vogue Tales. Hi everyone, 2023 is the year of the rabbit. And this Korean folktale, The Hare's Liver, is about a hare whose life is saved thanks to its wits and imagination. It suggests never trust anyone whose intention you don't know. So on that note, it's story time. The story opens in an underwater palace where the dragon king, after writhing in pain all night, summons together his physicians. He has tried every medicine known to the kingdom, with no success. It is now up to them to find a way to save his life. A cuttlefish, possibly noticing an implied or else in this demand, confidently suggests the boiled liver of a hare. The dragon king then chooses from several eager volunteers for this delicate task for in order to obtain the best possible liver, he is determined to have the hare brought in alive. When several candidates have already been discarded, the timid turtle offers his services. The king accepts him, recollecting an incident involving the turtle's grandfather, a hare, and a rather famous marathon. Some Aesop cross-referencing on the part of the authors, or Universal storytelling. I'd love to think this is a fable told by turtles everywhere. Anyway, he orders a painting to be made of the hare so as the turtle can make no mistake in his search and duly prepared, the turtle sets forth. Across the ocean and mountain, the turtle journeys. It's the perfect time of year for a walk on land. Through charming springtime woods, and the turtle is quite enjoying himself. But there's an angry dying king at home waiting for his miracle medicine and no hair to be found. At last, the turtle sees her. A living image of the portrait he had carried with him all the way. A beautiful creature dancing happily in the fresh green grass. A little enchanted, the turtle nevertheless approaches. Their first exchange is not propitious. He tells her she is fragrant. She tells him he looks like a wooden bowl. The turtle's first crush wears off quite fast. He's all politeness though, waxing lyrical on the wonders of the Dragon King's underwater lands and how adored she would be there if only she would accompany him on his return. He excites her curiosity she accepts his offer, and in a deep dive that she somehow survives with ease, they reach the palace. No sooner has the hare arrived than she is seized and bound by the king's guard. Then carried into the dragon king's presence, as helpless as it is possibly to be. What she sees seated upon the throne makes the turtle look positively pretty, a giant crowned with coral horns his huge mouth grinning with teeth like spears, his thundering voice translated for the hair by a herald. He announces himself as the king of the sea and explains her role in events. Yes, she is going to die. But when she is dead, his servants will wrap her body in embroidered brocade and bury her in a beautiful garden. So that's all right. Overcome with his own generosity, the king throws in a monument to her memory. You are more fortunate to die a noble death than to become a prey of a tiger or the game of a hunter on the hill. He expands. I promise you all these high honors which are reserved for a princess of the blood. You have every reason to be thankful instead of resentful. Now get ready to die with a happy look. With that, the dragon king orders for his servants to slit open the belly of the hare to extract this miraculous liver. The same soldiers who bound her up now race forward with swords drawn. The time has come for some very quick thinking. The hare cries out, claiming a farewell address. However delighted she would be to sacrifice herself for such a magnificent king's continued good health, and however grateful she might be for such a thoughtful funeral arrangements, there is a snag. She forgot to pack her liver. Its virtues are, after all, widely known, the result of a mystical conception and clean living. To defend herself from constant pleas for her liver, she plucked both it and her heart from her body to be concealed safely inside the hill. Silly turtle, not to warn her, or she would have brought them with her. Her composure unsettles the dragon king. He tries to probe her story, wanting to know how she can remove her liver and replace it so easily. She glibly replies, "Were not all creatures brought forth into the world during the hour of the hare?" Of course she can perform such easy magic. The king is no longer sure what to do. He may be a dazzlingly insensitive individual, but he does not want to kill so lovely a creature for no reason. And besides, that wouldn't help him get to her liver, now would it? He buys her story and even presents her with a gift of 200 pearls before commanding the turtle to return her to land so she could fetch out her hidden liver. This the turtle does. Leaping to land, the hare dances with the sheer joy of her escape. When the turtle insists she stop that straight away and get the liver, she bursts out laughing. But her reply has all the force of a manifesto. The malady of your dragon king has nothing to do with me, she retorts. You kidnapped me with a fine trick in order to live yourself more happily at the cost of my life. So I feel very much like killing you. But considering your good service in carrying me to and from the water palace through winds and waves, I pardon your crime and spare your remaining life. She tells him to pass on a message to the dragon king that no medicine can guarantee immortal life or constantly keep away death. For death claims prince and peasant alike whenever their hour may come. With that, she laughs again and bounds into the forest, where the turtle cannot follow. Oh, and yeah, she's keeping those pearls. The end. This is a story about consequences and what we will do to each other to survive, and how sometimes there is no-win situation, even in the world of fairy tales, when no matter what you do, someone has to suffer. It is implicit in the story that the king denied of Hare's miraculous liver, will inevitably die. But he was quite happy to kill an innocent to prolong his own life. Personally, I take the Hare's side. She may be rude and snobbish, but she deserves to live every bit as much as the Dragon King. Extrapolating the story to humans, a recent study showed rich people don't just live longer, they also get more healthy years wealthy people generally have eight to nine more years of healthy life after age 50 than poor people do. And then some rich folks don't want universal health care. Anyway, wherever you are in the world, it is never a good idea to mess with a member of Rabbit family. Forget the magic liver. It's the silver tongue you need to watch out for. On that note, bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on woktalespodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or through social media at VogueTalesPodcast on Instagram and woktalespod on Twitter. And please rate, review and like Woke Tales Podcast, and don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media because whatever you do keep dissecting and keep analyzing.